0: Whoa, this new Lincoln SUV is nice. Thanks, man.
1: Yeah, I really like the whole new setup. Look at this
0: display. It's like a wide, wide widescreen TV, but on your dash, right? Yeah, it's
1: called the Horizon Display.
0: I mean, it's uh... like a spaceship from the future. Are you from the future?
1: No, I'm from Jersey,
0: originally.
2: Horizon Display. Envisioning a future that creates harmony between the world inside and the world outside. Learn more about the future of Sanctuary at Lincoln.com.
1: This is one busy semester, and you're crushing it on campus. Sometimes you need a little boost to feel your best, and Ollie's got you covered. From brain support and focus helpers to delicious sleep gummies, find all the feel good essentials at Ollie.com. Why not bury it in the backyard? Have you not seen Pet Cemetery? Yeah, dude. Do you, do
0: you live on sacred burial ground? If you do, then don't do I that. I mean, Get- I don't
1: know. <laughs> how do I know? Like how, how do you Is there like a kit you can test for that?
0: It's illegal to bury
2: it in your backyard. <laughs> Because because of pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stephen
0: King. Yeah. yeah. It's called the Stephen King Law. <laughs> like the, the, the city council's like, listen, I just fucking read this book and apparently yep. they're going to make it into a movie. Don't, we're not going to, we're fucking not burying allow any pets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as, a, we, as a matter of fact, I'm moving out of Maine. And
1: I don't think we should <laughs> bury people anymore either. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets cremated. That did not work out well. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin,
0: John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart.
1: Hello, my friends. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thank you for spending your time with us. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast that wonders if we as people learn from the past or if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. I am, of course, joined by my co-hosts out there in Los Angeles, California, John Banks and Greg Mitchell. Happy Cinco de Mayo, gentlemen. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Do you know why
0: we celebrate Cinco de Mayo? No. I, 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 okay. I, was, I mean, other than Americans have turned it into a drinking thing. There was some war in Pueblo, or Pueblo uh, Mexico in 1868 between the John, Mexicans John, if you
1: don't know why, French. why are you
2: trying to
0: tell us Why? <laughs>
2: You picked that. I was kind of
1: going with it. You picked that up fast, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) he's actually right.
0: Oh, is he? Okay. I think it was was Puebla. Puebla, you're right. It is Puebla. I just couldn't handle him butchering
2: more words and misconstruing history.
0: (laughs) Then why are you doing this podcast? That's
1: all I do. Because I'd like to drink. Hey, John, can you do me a huge favor? Yeah. Can you say Mesopotamia for me? mesopotamia you said mesotamia like four times in the last like episode wait there's another one look.
2: that he does too hey uh, what state is boston
1: in <laughs> fuck you
0: <laughs> i want to know i want to know what state it's oh, in. go go look at go look at a fucking map there's one on the wall right there yeah you, i'll
1: go look at it you want me to talk
0: he you? can never say it right i love it <laughs> I, was, I called it illinois
2: yes you did yeah and then he says massachusetts massachusetts massachusetts, massachusetts. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what you said. It's
0: Massachusetts, Massachusetts. (laughs) Nope,
1: Massachusetts. (laughs)
0: Mass of two shits. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Welcome
2: to the show. (laughs) You're in for a long ride. (laughs) Then you're gonna
1: (laughs) hear us butcher the English language. At least we're drinking. We got that as
2: an excuse. Did
1: anybody? I had I had tacos for lunch. They were delicious. It was uh, a the Mexican place uh, next door to our to our work. Did dollar street tacos today in honor of Cinco de Mayo. They were delicious. Oh nice. Shout out to Jefes. Oh, Jennifer made empanadas. Ooh. I don't
2: I don't really know if that's Mexican
1: or not. I don't think it is. It's more like Argentinian, yeah, I think. South yeah, American, it's
2: Argentinian, So, But I'm they're delicious to, though, nonetheless. Yeah, but I want tacos. Well, Jen, when you listen to this later in like yeah. a week and a half or whatever it is, just know I'm just really sad. I had
0: a burrito bowl. <laughs> that's what I did.
1: That's kinda in, Mexican. It's like that's in like Massachusetts. The... <laughs>
2: You could have your you could have your uh Mexican honoring card taken away if you have a fucking burrito bowl.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like a that's sort of like a a white Mexican thing to do. Have you have you seen me in the the light of the day? <laughs> I'm very pale. You look great right now. What do you have against tortillas?
0: I well I, I don't know. It's you know what it is. So every Friday I get a I get a burrito off a truck, right? So and. And I get super greasy from eating the burrito, and it's totally worth it.
2: it. Is it like a food truck, or yeah, food
0: truck? (laughs) Eating burritos off of trucks. (laughs) There's always like a U-Haul that's parked out front (laughs) has some burritos. I steal people's lunches. (laughs) So every Friday, I drive around around until I see construction. I go to construction places. Last week,
1: I got a ham on rye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I... one week I got a tool belt. I, I got a One whole truck gotta lumber. A whistle bat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is your story going somewhere, buddy? Well, we keep interrupting him. It's hard for him to finish. So at lunch, I got I get burrito bowls because I don't want to get the grease all over my hands at work. But when I'm at home, I'm like, fuck it, let's do this.
1: The whole part of the tortilla is to keep the grease inside the tortilla. Do you guys not have... Do you guys? Do they not splurge from napkins at where you guys work? Or <laughs> use a knife and a fork. We
0: only get to wash our hands once a day, so I got I to <laughs> choose that time wisely. That's a good point. We work in a trailer and we don't
1: have good water pressure. <laughs> you can use a knife and a fork for a sloppy burrito. I mean, sometimes you oh, get a... Oh,
0: that you're okay get them with, s- but... We get them smothered
1: sometimes out here in
2: Colorado, and you just you know use a knife and a fork. I love them smothered, man. That's the way to do it. Hey, John, you know what I've been doing at work to wash my hands since we're only allowed to wash our hands once a day? Is I just dunk them in the toilet. (laughs)
0: That's that will get the burrito grease right off. (laughs) Yes, it will right off.
1: On each episode, one of us will pick the topic and do the research, while the other two don't do anything. (laughs) They don't even know what we're going to talk about until it's revealed here during our recording session. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And remember to join our Facebook group, History Defeats Itself Interactive. And lastly, we want to make an announcement regarding our schedule. As any fan of the show knows, we are not professional podcasters. We all have full-time jobs, families, etc. And this show uh, doesn't make us any money. It is a labor of love. And love it we We do. We pay to play. We pay to play. We pay to play, but we do love it. It costs us
0: money. We do love it. Yes,
1: 100%. But as life gets closer to returning to normal, we are finding that we are all busier and busier. So we have decided to go back to every other week uh, in our publishing. We switched to weekly back in February. And truthfully, it's been a blast doing it every week. I I look forward to chatting with my fellow idiots every Wednesday night. But it does take a lot of time and effort to do this right. That's us, John.
0: You know what's funny is... He Kevin has such a great way of like complimenting us and kicking and us in the balls. Taking it away. Right, like really. Yeah. Like and yeah. the, and the and it's like the fall is so much worse cuz you're like, "Oh my god, he loves me." And then he's like stab. Yeah. And you're like, "Et tu, et tu, Kevin?"
1: It's a delicate balance.
0: I've often found
2: that's
1: the best way to be loved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> make <you laughs> <without> trusting it. <laughs> Papa, Papa
1: Kevin? I did say my fellow idiots, so I was calling myself an idiot oh, too. Does that help? That's true. Yeah, that helps.
0: That helps. Please go on. <laughs>
1: good but it takes a lot of time and effort to do this show right and we feel uh going back to every other week will help us stay sane or at least as sane as we can be and help uh ensure we are able to keep putting out the quality shows you enjoy so much we love our mystorians and we are humbled that you listen to us every week thank you for your support and
2: if you miss us that much you can call us and we'll get it on a
1: four-way I don't see any reason why we I couldn't we'll make We'll just do happen. a
0: private show. That number is 555-5555. Five, five,
1: five, 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 five. Did you say a private show? Yeah. Well, if you say a private show, they might be expecting something else.
2: <laughs> www.onlyfans.historydefeatsitself.com
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Slash> Backslash gross. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of naked shots of us on that one. <laughs> it's, not, it's not pleasant. <laughs> no.
0: Nobody. Nobody wants to watch it.
2: How many ounces is that beer glass you got, Kevin? It looks big.
1: It is. Well, it's, I'm having a... Is that a, a tankard? Is that a tankard? <laughs> it is not a tankard. <laughs> God damn it. Like, it's a big glass. What's a glass. tankard? Did you not It's a Google big glass. It? Is it 20 ounces? I don't know how much
0: fits in here. It's got to be 20. Mm. Right? I mean, at least, right? It's I do is know. Uh, this one. is
1: my, my Bell's Oberon glass. It's like a wheat beer. It's good. It's a good summer beer. Oh, good. All right. Well, <clears throat> it's my turn to lead the crew tonight.
2: So uh, I've got uh, my summer bourbon going right now.
1: Ooh, I like bourbon. I I thought you were drinking vodka. I'm drinking that too. Oh, well, shit. All right. So on Greg's last episode, as he introduced his topic, he referenced referenced my American Dream episode from a while back and that he was expanding on Oh, we're going to finally do the Canadian Dream. His episode was on what he believed was the most important aspect of the American Dream, which was homeownership. I believe he made some half-assed joke about how he was going to do that because I wasn't thorough or entertaining enough or something like that. And you're proving my point if you're going yeah. to tag. So far, you're not, you're not crushing yeah. this. Yeah. On this episode, we're also <laughs> going to talk about another aspect of the American dream. Why am I doing another topic based on a previous episode? Is it because I felt that Greg's spinoff episode was very dull? Is it because I think there's another part of the American dream more important than home ownership?
2: I think I'm going to do my next episode on the American wet dream.
1: <laughs> we all know what that one is. Oh, that's a, it's going to be a sticky episode. <laughs> oh, nice. A, Tonight on History Defeats joking. Itself, let's talk about college. Or, more specifically, let's talk about the cost of college.
2: Ready? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, as, we've before, right, night,
1: as, as we've talked about on this show before. it's $30. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. As we've talked about on this show before. Greg earned a bachelor's degree in psychology. I went through four majors in two and a half years and finally gave up because I had no idea what I wanted to do and was very unhappy in school. And I believe John got booted from college for smoking too much weed. I don't remember how long you were there though.
0: I don't either. The all I know is every. I, I was there enough for my my GP. Was it GPA? Is that what it is? To go yeah, from yes, it you is. You don't even know yeah. what it's called. That's <laughs> not a good. C- that's not a good was, sign. No. no, I was thinking CPA, and I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not an accountant that
2: I know of.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I have done Greg's taxes a couple of times,
0: <laughs> and he's sorry it's about Greg. spending five years in jail, <laughs> and right.
1: he's in a lot of trouble.
0: <laughs> um, but, but it went. It went from like three, some three point five down to. Point six nine or yeah or 1.69 maybe i was yeah. gonna
1: say you're below it was below
0: one is that even possible yeah, it, it was it was i well i mean i, just, I got zeros and everything i just stopped that's, going to classes that's, that's more f's than not f's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know what really shows that my vocabulary that is uh, your
1: vocabulary <laughs> yep well what i think is interesting about what all that is none of us went to school for what we do professionally that's not true i'm sorry you're a psychologist
2: I, am, I use psychology on a daily basis in my job. Oh, I've heard this from salespeople
1: before.
0: He pl- no, no, he plays mind games with me.
2: <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I get paid.
1: But my point is is that we've all been successful. So is college
2: necessary? God, I can't wait to find this out.
1: Well, we're going to talk about that, obviously. Because I have
2: three kids that I don't want. Yeah, no, we're, gonna, we're,
1: we're hopefully going to help you out here, Greg. Okay, let me get him up here. I, I also want to point out my dad, uh, he had some college experience, but uh, he didn't get a degree either. And he rose to chief engineer at the company he worked for before he retired. When I managed uh, the hockey rink in Chicago, I did a lot of interviewing and hiring. And I was interviewing people with bachelor's degrees and even master's degrees for $10 an hour positions. When I posted a job, I would get flooded with applications and a huge portion of them had degrees of some kind. So it begs the question. Unless you're doing something that truly requires secondary education, like a doctor or a professor, is a four-year college degree even necessary? That's what we're going to dive into tonight.
0: Maybe <sighs> I'm going to come in. This, I'm going to come in strong with a maybe.
2: Can I give you my opinion on this? Because I've thought about it a lot since I have college-age children.
1: Yeah, if you want to. If you want to. Uh... I mean, Just it's now, jump in right now. Timeline. I don't. I don't. I care. Mean, it, it doesn't. Doesn't
0: feel like this is your episode, and I think Kevin said this was his episode. But sure, you do whatever you want. It's Greg.
2: it's weird that we're involved in the podcast as well, and I feel like we get paid to interject our opinions every once in a while. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Jen pays me a buck an episode. General, Kevin,
1: <laughs> no, I
0: don't give him any money.
1: <laughs> Jen pays me more. What does she pay you?
0: <laughs> I want to. I really want to be there for that like transaction or that decision to for her to pay you and why, why does she want to pay you <laughs> to interrupt Kevin? Like what would be the reason? Be, to look at the look on his face right now. <laughs> this is exactly
2: why. That, that's the look? That's the look. So here's what I think. I think that like is a college degree, necessary, I think it all depends on the type of person. Now some kids like for example, Raymond, Raymond might never go to college. And he's going to do just fine in life. He is like a survivor. He knows how to get by. His likability is like off the charts, and I think people they like him. And as John knows, and I don't know if you do or not, Kevin, likability is sometimes way more important to your success in your career than, than in qualifications.
1: Absolutely. So that's why I haven't gotten anywhere. That's exactly right. You're <laughs> that's why a I'm a asshole. failure at life. <laughs>
2: But I think, I don't know that a a four-year degree, uh, it opens doors for you. There's a lot of jobs, entry-level jobs that, uh, you know, dictate that you have a four-year degree before you even get to sit in front of somebody and interview.
1: Yeah, a lot of times, even if it's not necessary for the job, they still want that degree.
2: And I know there's numerous studies that show that, like, people with four-year degrees make way more money and have more options in life. But I'm sure you're going to bore us with that later. I, but I I think that you can be a success, a huge success, without a college degree if if you're hardworking uh, and passionate about whatever path you're going to take. Like a lot of sales jobs, for example, don't you don't, don't require degrees, and people make shit tons of money.
1: Yeah, I would guess. Most sales jobs don't require degrees. If you can sell, someone's going to want you, right? If you have a track record of proven a proven sales tra- a track record of sales, you you're, you're going to get hired, right? Well, but I mean there's
0: a lot of industries that you can't go into without an education. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so you you to be a pharmaceutical rep, you need an education, I think. I don't I don't think they hire people who don't have degrees to make guesses on podcasts you. Need <laughs> a yeah. yeah. You definitely
1: don't need a degree to do this shit. That's for no. sure.
2: And college, college is a little spending, right? So, well, like, it's something that
1: I—it's it, a lot spending. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something that know.
2: I think about a lot with my with my kids, and you know, I I want them. And oh, the main point I was going to make too is that getting a degree, getting even just like a two year or a four year, a bachelor's degree. Shows that you're able to start and finish something that's not required of you, as opposed to high school and it's kind of mandatory for you to get a high school degree. If you go to college, it shows that you can complete a four-year long-term goal.
1: I've heard that argument before, and I actually disagree with it. I don't. I don't think that it's. I, I get. I get it. I get why people say it, but I don't think that. Like you guys know me, like I. You know how intense I am with the fucking podcast, even. <laughs> like, I don't. Like, if I have a take on a project, I, I, I see it through. But I couldn't get through college. I just. I was in a. You know, I was in a bad place as far as like. It just wasn't the right time for me to be in school. And I don't think that's representative of my ability to do a job. Yeah, but I don't think everybody. I- Boy, you're a little defensive on that. Because no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, not. I'm really not. No, fuck but, you, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just, I Kevin, fucking hate your guts. No, guys. no, no, I'm sure, not. I no, no, I'm not defensive. No, no, I, I no, honestly, no. I'm not. Just, I've had this conversation with people before, and I'm not, I'm not taking it personally or anything like that. I, I'm just okay. saying that I disagree with the sentiment. My whole thing is, of course, you could be
2: someone that's goal oriented and you know achieve your goals and stuff. It doesn't mean that you. It doesn't mean that if you did not go to college, you're a failure and you're you know. Unable to complete goals, but what I'm saying is, if you have gone to college and you get a degree, it shows that you're able to complete a task.
1: I don't know. I hi- some of the people I hired with degrees were some of the laziest motherfuckers I've ever met in my entire life. Well, I'm not. Saying- I think it's. Okay. I think okay. I just. I know there's we're there's going to be agree to disagree, and we're gonna well, uh, to. Well, there's there's arguments. On- uh, you can d- you can say like there's there's exceptions to the rule on both sides, but the I don't I don't know that it dictates it necessarily is a sign that someone is going to be. A good employee, just because they were able to finish a four-year degree. I'm gonna stop arguing with you. What's a podcast? <laughs> we're allowed to have disagreements. See, this is why this is why we always pick topics that we all agree on because Greg can't handle this. This is why right. we're going every other week. Right? <laughs> it, takes, it takes two weeks to get. there. Hold, hold on, hold on.
0: I just want you both to know something. I agree with both of you. All right, fuck let's move you, on. John.
1: No, yeah, I, that's I, actually I, the worst I, answer ever. You can <laughs> eat a <laughs> dick, John.
0: <laughs> Well, hey, look at you guys all unified. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> you're, I love you, you're, Greg. You're welcome. love um, you, Kevin. No, I, I mean, I, I think what Greg is saying, it, it is definitely right or wrong. Like, whether you agree or disagree, that's how a lot of employers see that.
1: Agreed. I agree with that. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: So, so it's, I agree with you. I mean, for me, I, it took me, it took me until I was 30 to get my shit together. Yeah. Right, but then when I did, I did, and and I'm I'm good, you know. I mean, I you know. I'm, <laughs> Boy, we, we have differing opinions about, <laughs> about like, what good is. Hey, like, we're good as John. I'm wearing pants and I
1: have a roof. That's you know. Well, well you fun. almost weren't wearing, wearing pants. pants. <laughs> that was awkward. Well, that was that was because you asked. That's true. I did ask. I'm but wearing power shorts of suggestion. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts um, right now, but I also have a roof. Before we continue, I have a question for you guys, just for fun. If you could go back in time, 18 yes. year old John. 18 year old Greg, so full of youth and energy before Care. life crushed your souls and left you jaded and angry at the world. If Muscles. you could go to school for anything with no limitations, no financial worries, you're smart enough to do anything you want. You can get a master's or a doctorate if you need. What would you do? I know it's putting you on the spot, but what's the first thing that comes to mind and what you would do if you could go back and do it again with no issues with money or anything. Oh, and, and you're smart enough to do whatever you want
0: to <laughs> computer, computer engineering. Yeah yeah God that's awesome so yeah. is that you.
1: strictly for the money no i i
0: i love i love puzzles and stuff but i've just i never you know, so it's like i love <laughs> so when i no no but i feel like i feel like that's a thing right? when you're- puzzles and stuff going? <laughs> <laughs> when you're building something like that it's like you're trying to put it all together and it's kind of like this giant puzzle do you do the edge pieces first? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. You gotta find the four corners. That's where you so start. like, if,
0: if I built the internet, it would basically just be like, like this square And the nothingness. <laughs> so. and no, no, I'm working on it. It's called the internet. It's gonna be great. No, I, I, I just I think it would be kind of awesome to, to do that every day to like put, to like try to figure out how to build stuff, yeah. you know, cr- create yeah. a world. And I, and I don't have the skill set and don't think I have the capacity to do that. Right. So. I can't fucking figure out how to get my goddamn audio to go through my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 yeah, so how the fuck am I going to build a world?
2: Yeah, good point.
0: Yeah, but Greg, I, Greg, I, I Greg? think if
2: I had like unending resources and money and intelligence, I'd be a cardiologist. Only because to work of, on your <laughs> your own heart. <laughs> to my,
1: my, I, I want to be the I'm going to figure person. out
0: AFIB.
2: Yeah, I want to figure out AFIB, and I also want to do that. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, what was that That movie where the Iron the Man? Iron Man. You know, he's got that heart, that glowy thing, and I'd like to work on that one.
1: <laughs> so, you want to be Iron Man, is basically what work. you're saying.
0: No, we can be
2: work. Iron Man's cardiologist. Oh, I got you.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be Iron Man because I'm a computer engineer. I'm going to build something. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's going to be my cardiologist. What do you want to do, Kevin?
2: <laughs> in seriousness, wait, I didn't really get to answer the question, honestly, because I, I, I'm kind of fascinated with the workings of the heart. Mm-hmm. And. I would, and I've kind of got a god complex, so I want to know that i got someone's life in my hands and just fucking crack open their chest and and look at their beating heart out of, like, some crazy alien thing that's popping up all around. You have a god complex? And, yeah, what, I want to be world like, are you ruling? huh? Nothing. You look great. I'm in the middle of heart surgery, you, bro. You're going to interrupt me this? <laughs> Anyway, it's just, I think it's it'd just be Kevin. really cool to help save someone's life.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, that's really cool. That's very but cool. But I'm way too
2: stupid to do something like that yeah. in yeah. real life. You are.
1: Yeah, like my first thing that I thought of was something like a theoretical physicist because I think that shit is so fascinating, like trying to figure out what makes everything go and all that. And obviously in our scenario that we have all the intelligence that we would need to do whatever we want. But I think it's it's kind of, it's a little easy, but I think probably for me, i comedy like comedy writer like to actually go and try to be a writer and do it you know go out go to film school you know go out by you guys go to nyu something like that i mean you probably don't necessarily need an education for that i I mean conan o'brien went to harvard and got a degree in american history but i don't think he needed that in order to get hired by snl but i think if i could do any if just who i am now if i could do anything it would probably be something related to that yeah it's not that exciting of an answer
2: no, it's actually kind of cool. Considering you've never really said anything funny, mm-hmm. it's it just yeah. doesn't
1: seem
0: like you. Like it's like I, I mean that is a dream, right? Well, like that I said, like-
1: in the scenario, you know, it's a hypothetical. You know, just yeah. like Greg's not going to be a heart surgeon, and just like John's not going to be able to work a computer, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So how about this? <laughs> how about the school? If you could go anywhere, not necessarily re- related to what you just said, but if you could keep it in the U.S. for this, but if you go to any school, money's not a factor. Where Where do you think you'd go?
0: University of Florida, 100%. <laughs> no.
1: Seriously? <I'd> go, to, <laughs> no. go to Gainesville? No.
0: I, I'd go to Steve's
2: College of Cardiology and Barber. Barbering.
1: <laughs> well, you got to have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, a minor you know in fades. Steady hands
0: is steady hands, whether you're cutting hearts <laughs> or cutting hairs. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well played. <laughs> um i honestly i think i think like when i was 18 i because now that you've said the whole comedy thing like if i could go do anything it wouldn't be school it would be like as soon as i graduated high school i would have gone to chicago to second city and i would have really started to learn that craft Mm -hmm. if we're just going to go with like
1: well technically it's supposed to be about college but you know thanks for fucking everything up john
0: I mean, but what is a college except a school you pay too much for to really learn something you could have done outside
1: of college with YouTube, like improv? <laughs> what <laughs> I said, like YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. What about you, Greg? You have a school you'd go to?
2: You know, there's no, there's no, like anyone's school that. I mean, I'd go to some kind of Ivy League, I guess, because <laughs> I don't want to go to a shit school if I'm going to be operating on people. No, I'd, I'd rather you did ridiculous. Didn't
0: too. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like I said, something- it's not necessarily
1: related to your major or, or what you would, what career choice you would do. I just mean any school that you think would be a cool school. Like for me, I think Oregon. I think University of Oregon would be a pretty damn cool place to go. It's beautiful up there. The school's supposed to be amazing and good football team and all that stuff. I, I think that could be fun. I think NYU, you know, I mentioned that earlier. I think that yeah. would have been awesome. I mean, to be a college kid in New York would be pretty badass, I think.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: You'd probably, you'd probably be perfect for that because you were smoking and that's a big smoky city. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. And you were cool.
0: And I was super cool. You played guitar.
1: Yeah. I played Yep. Yeah. 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 Good job, Kevin. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. So I want to get into some data. But before we do, I want to ask you guys Dada. another question Are we putting too much pressure on our young people? We tell kids who are 16, 17, 18 years old to start mapping out their futures. And in many cases, we're asking them to put themselves in massive debt to start their adult lives. Is this a realistic thing to expect of kids? Or are we asking too much of them?
2: I don't think we are. Nope. I think it's good goal orientation and um, completing tasks. And I think you can kind of discover in your first couple of years what you really want to do with the rest of your life. And I think college comes around at the exact right point where you're experiencing some liberation from your family. Hopefully, you know, you get to move out. There's a reason why kids, when they're like 17, 18 years old, are always pissed off at their parents. It's a it's a physiological, psychological reason. They They know that they're going to be moving out. So if they have kind of a more contentious relationship with their family members, it's easier to kind of walk out the door and start their own lives. And I think at that age, what are the alternatives? Like, you're going to go fucking join some armed forces, and God bless you if you are, and, and fight in a war or whatever. If you're ready to do something like that, you can definitely go to college and start mapping out your future, trying
0: to, trying to get your path together. Or take a fucking gap year and get high every day. I don't care. That's what I
1: should have done. I really <laughs> yeah, should me have. me too. Me too. Although I think if I would have done that, I don't know that I ever would have actually gone to school. Do you think you could have done it, John?
0: Well i mean I didn't do it, and I, you know i mean I, I think like my f- family like actually got it in motion like my my mom there was like like the, there was this financial thing, and she like filed it and turned it in, and so it was like I didn't have a choice, it was like I was going to lose this money or go to school, and I, I wasn't ready to go to school yeah, you I mean, know? yeah so yeah so so i I feel like I feel like just as a society yeah we we have this it's like people mature and are ready for what they're ready for when they're ready for it, right? And I know there's, like, there's moments in life where things get thrown at you and you, you have to deal with it in that moment, but we don't have, to, like, like, we can structure it where it's like, all right, if you need a year, take a year, or why don't you go get, a, like, a job and see what that feels like, and, you know, instead of just being like, you have to go to college, because I feel like, I feel like that puts a lot of people, that, that puts a lot of people off the, they, like, go off the path and never get back on because then they just feel like they're getting further and further behind and they're trying to figure out who they are. So we just I feel like we should just let people figure out who they are. I didn't have a choice yeah, either. That, so, that's, yeah, that's, still, that's still an option, though. It's not like
2: all or none. Yeah, I, I'm just saying sure. when you leave high school, that's like the time in your life where you make your decision. Yeah. You could always go back to college, but it's, right.
0: it's a lot easier to do it right after high school. That's true. But, you know, there's some people who, like, Go to school at sixteen, and you know, or go to college at sixteen or fifteen yeah. or fourteen, and and then there's some people who graduate <laughs> <laughs> Like exactly. Kevin's
2: Kevin's gap years lasted like twenty five years.
1: Yeah. No, I went to school.
2: Cool. Oh, forgot. Yeah, yeah. that's right.
1: Yeah. It didn't didn't go great, but I went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not mandatory. I I don't mean to say that it is. I I think it's a great experience, though. I think it's I I when I was going to college, I was working. I worked like a, a minimum of 32 hours a week and I was fucking, I had plenty of time to drink and have fun. It was some of the best years of my life. Yeah, you peaked then. Yeah, for sure I did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the tip top. You should have seen my body.
2: It's great.
1: <laughs> All right, let's not talk about Greg's body. Let's talk about money. I'm going to throw a lot of numbers out here, so stop me if I'm going too fast. Uh, these are uh, from educationdata.org. And for the record, I rounded some of these numbers a bit just to make them a little easier on the ears. So the average cost of attendance for a student living on campus at a public four-year in-state institution is $26,000 per year, or 104000 over four years. Greg, when you were a freshman in college, the average cost was only $10,000 per year. That is a 160% increase from when you were in school. Out-of-state students pay $44,000 per year, or about $175,000 for a four-year degree. Traditional private university students pay $54,000 per year, or $216,000 over four years. While four years is the traditional period to earn a bachelor's degree, only 39% of students graduate within four years. 60% 60% of bachelor's degree earners graduate within six years, totally an average of $155,000 for the cost of attendance. Student borrowers pay an average of $1,900 in interest each year, and the average student borrower spends 20 years paying off their loans. I don't like to throw stats at you guys and just, just kind of rifle stats at you, but I'm gonna, I, there's a couple more here that I want to include before we discuss In 1963, the annual cost of tuition at a four-year public college was $243, which is about $2,100 in today's numbers when adjusted for inflation. Adjusting for inflation, the cost of tuition has increased 361% since 1963. From 1989 to 2016, college costs increased almost eight times faster than wages. In 1989, a bachelor's degree cost about $53,000, by fall of 2020, 101584 was the price for a bachelor's degree. Those are some significant increases. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, um, I, I just can't even imagine coming out of college with $104,000 in debt to, uh, uh, debt to pay off. Greg, are, you, uh, are you, you working on your episode for next week?
2: No, I'm Googling. Uh, I was listening to um, Andrew Yang being interviewed about free tuition Hmm. and I can't remember what the show was. So I was just going to get some information really quickly about what, what he had to say about that, because I think that there's a lot of opportunity out there for state school or junior or community college to be free of tuition for the first couple of years. And that's a good kind of tipping off point to see if you're dedicated and really interested in what's going on. If you have like a couple of years of free education you're going to find out if that's like a path that you want to take cuz these numbers are just staggeringly high totally. and yeah, that's a great idea never, yeah so you're you're never going to um it's it's tough especially since with covid you've got remote, remote learning right now mm-hmm. and you're basically just sitting in your fucking house anyway learning so why wouldn't you go to a junior community college it it just seems like a logical choice to to save some money and just figure out how dedicated you are I don't disagree, and there's a lot of people that are like incredibly driven. I think I think another really interesting aspect of this topic is if you want to talk about the psychological toll that college educations wreak on on students is the competitive nature in high school and the pressure that's put upon these kids. I know you kind of talked about that a, a, a little bit before, but you know once you get to college, that competition doesn't really stop. It's it's you're still like I remember just being in my my psych psychology classes thinking, okay, I've got to compete with all these people in the job market. <laughs> if I do, if I do become a, a private psychologist and I have people come, it's like, what am I going to fucking do? Do. But and wouldn't you have uh, had to ha-
1: get a master's if you really wanted to yeah, do that? I d- yeah, you'd have to
2: get an advanced degree, yeah, yeah if you want to do something like that, right. But, I mean, there's a lot of companies. That's w- one of the things where I figured once I got my bachelor's degree, I'm going to jump into sales because I can make more money.
1: <laughs> my, my brother got the same degree that Greg did, and he, he is not in that field at all. Mm-hmm. It's one of the mo- I think, next to business, I think psychology is the most popular uh, major.
0: His, uh, because though, because he did, he was on the ski team and uh, Alabama ski team and because he was on the ski team, he wait, actually,
1: wait. uh, water, ski. Water ski. Okay. Yeah, water I ski. was going to say, <laughs> I feel like that's not really, yeah,
0: you're like, that's no, you don't have mountains. They there, didn't really you?
1: do much. The ski team, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he got a, he got a full ride <laughs> to wear, to wear snow pants. <laughs> John, John's brother was a snow bunny. <laughs> Oh, he's going to kill me because I'm not supposed to tell anybody about that. So. <laughs> did he wear a Speedo? <laughs> he he, no, he was a snow bunny. He wore snow bunny. He's nobody's used to, to wear Speedos, buddy. I, that's, that's, <laughs> I don't, I'm so confused what's happening. I just want to know what he dressed in. <laughs> he wants to picture this. Just let him have it. Yeah, it was a thong. He wore a thong. So, <laughs> And sandals in the snow. I don't even, oh, so yeah, but he met, he met, like, he got a really good work, like, he ended up with a career that he ended up in because of someone he met in college. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, like, you know, there's also, that's the other thing, too, is there's, you know, there's, like, unforeseen, like, benefits. Yeah, really? relationships and yeah. stuff that you'll build. Yeah. And,
1: and absolutely. Uh, any guesses on what state has the highest in-state public university cost?
0: California.
2: I don't think it's California. But I don't know what it would be. <laughs> so you just going to shit on my, my no, choice. I don't think it's California just because yeah. I, I went to college in California. It was pretty... Right. But, I'm, you, I'm, but again, it was a while ago, but it yeah. was still affordable.
0: I would think it that... Cost, it, it was $72 a year back when you were in college. Nah, I don't think it was $72 <laughs> Just for inflation. I don't, I don't, it's one fiat. It one fiat. It was one fiat a year. It was two bits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Hawaii. Just it's uh, uh, it's it. actually Vermont. Vermont's average in-state public university cost is twenty-nine thousand five hundred and forty-one. Do you want to try to guess the the lowest, or are you, are you done with the guessing game?
2: I would say Cal- California
1: is the lowest. I'm going to say Alabama. So uh, it's actually Utah. I'm going to say Utah. Fourteen thousand eight twenty-one. So if you're listening and you have kids that are getting close to college age, go back and listen to Greg's Mormon episode because you're moving to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! According to ZipRecruiter, the average annual salary for entry-level college grads is $40,854. So after taxes, here in Colorado, for example, uh, that would be $31,959 in your pocket. So let's do a hypothetical. John, congrats, buddy. You just graduated from college.
0: Yay, Yay, John. I never thought you were going to do it. I'm a scientist.
1: (laughs) Greg and I are very sorry we missed the ceremony.
0: Uh, you guys are dicks.
1: Yeah. We're going to go ahead and go with the national average and say your your education ran you 100 grand, okay? God damn. Let's say you got some help from your parents, but all they could give you was $5,000 a year, okay? So that's $80,000 that you had to finance
2: in Kohl's cash.
1: Use, <laughs> using the <laughs> using the average salary figure I just gave, you're bringing home 32 grand a year after taxes, which is about 2700 per month after in in your pocket. You don't want to live with your parents, so you get an apartment. The average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in the U.S. I want to live with John's parents. You're making a lot of assumptions about my relationship <laughs> with
0: my parents. I don't like it. The
1: average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in the U.S. is $1,600. Obviously, you also have utilities, food, probably car insurance, and maybe you want renter's insurance, whatever. This is giving me anxiety. And presumably, you want to have some semblance of a social life. So you want to eat pizza? Pizza. So the current, sto- the current student loan interest rate is 4.53%. Nothing if- on the pizza?
2: Because that's like <laughs> a really social food.
1: If you want <laughs> pizza, you can get, can get John a pizza <laughs> in this scenario. Thank you. It feels like you just want to
2: stick with the points you're trying to make. I don't know. Man. The current okay. student
1: loan interest rate is 4.53%. If the loan term was 10 years, your monthly payment would be $830 a month. That's a hefty loan payment for most people, let alone a 22-year-old kid. So, John. In our scenario of national averages, after rent and your student loan, you have two hundred and seventy dollars left each month for everything else.
0: Eight ball.
1: <laughs> that is not enough to live. It's not enough. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, you could you could really space it out over a month, and you wouldn't really eat a lot.
1: So, I'm, no, before the eight ball, is not enough to live here. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Wait, were, were just, you going to space you know, out the eight, eight ball? <laughs> you
2: can't space out. There's no such thing as spacing out an eight ball. That immediately
1: goes. <laughs> No,
0: it's not a lot of money. That's, that's oh, So insane. what
1: are well, what are kids supposed to do? $270 a month? Like how do you Might live with their fucking parents, man? Right. Yeah. And my and whole point also, My whole point is yeah. you graduate from college, you'd like to not fucking live with your parents.
2: Welcome to Kevin's episode of Don't Go to College, you stupid fucks.
1: In that scenario, you would pay almost $20,000 in interest over the life of the loan. And even if you change it to a 20-year loan, your monthly payment is still $507 a month that would leave you with 593 each month after rent and your student loan which can still be hard to live on when you think about utilities if you live in a cold place you know heat heat adds up air conditioning adds up food everything it just adds up but
0: but when your income go up every year too like aren't you like advancing in a career and I going mean, up the ranks?
2: Possibly. Plus all the blowjobs you have to give. Yeah. <laughs> well, really there's advanced. there's money in
0: that. We're going to get into that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, too. No, I'm just That's kidding. how you get a job in the wood business. It's, it's all blowjobs. It's, blow it's just back room, front room, side room, in the office, all just a series of blowjobs so you can get a job selling wood. I'm not 100% sure that John and I are doing the same job. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you didn't do all
1: that in your interview process?
0: No. no. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-uh.
1: Moving on, we can't talk about the good old U.S. of A without discussing systemic racism. From a 2020 CNBC article by Abigail Johnson Hess entitled, How Student Debt Became a $1.6 Trillion Crisis, student debt holds some borrowers back from building intergenerational wealth, thus exacerbating, my favorite word, the existing racial wealth gap. Not my favorite word. I was just kidding. I cannot say that for some reason. That's my that's my Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has their cross to bear. While the average white student loan borrower, borrower owes around $30,000 in student debt, the average black borrower owes closer to $34,000. White borrowers pay down their education debt at a rate of 10% a year compared with only 4% from black borrowers, in part because of, of a significant racial pay gap. To build intergenerational wealth, a lot of that is bundled up in home ownership and having the ability to buy and own a home. If you're saddled with too much student loan debt, your ability to actually save up enough for your down payment is influenced by that, says Nicole Smith, chief economist at the Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce. The average black household has about one-thirteenth the wealth of the average white household. And if you view student loan debt as negative wealth, as money that could have been used to save for wealth or to purchase a home or to invest in the stock market to accumulate wealth, that potential wealth is now used to repay loans. One-thirteenth. That's fucked up. These dynamics hold black families back from building wealth and saving to send their future children to college, further fueling the cycle. Yeah, that's
2: pretty sobering.
1: It's messed up, man. I, that one ter- 13th thing really shocked me. I I couldn't believe that number, but it all makes sense. Because I, I thought what was really interesting is when she said that, you know, the these dynamics hold black families back from building wealth and saving to send their future children to college, further fueling the cycle. So it's just like it's a they can't break out, you know, unless you have that rare kid that they make movies about that is just a genius or a uh, ridiculous football player, or basketball player, or baseball player, whatever. It's hard. It's hard to break that cycle. Well, even
0: um, Courtney was listening to like a podcast, and then there was like a, it was an interview show, and, and was there was our podcast. No, it wasn't. No, we would not. She still hasn't technology. started
1: listening to our show yet. She, no, no. I mean,
0: we're just too lowbrow for her, which is fair. That's fair. Um, but she was listening to this interview, and this guy so was saying, no, it's it's just, it,
2: no, it's no, it's not.
0: <laughs> she, she was talking about how this this guy was talking about how there's a lot of black attorneys. And so what happens a lot of times where these, like you have these like kids who are just exceptional, right? And they, they kind of rise above like, er, like everything. And then they end up going to like a school, they get like a full ride to Harvard. When they get there, they're like really smart people, but they still were in a system that was like a poor education system. So they're, they're not as ready as white students a lot of time to actually just have the experience of college and know how to study and, learn, you know, like have all those systems like in place uh, or, or know how to do those things because you've been doing them your whole life. And so then a lot of them end up switching because they're very smart people, that, but it's just medical school they can't do. So they end up switching from that to um, attorneys.
1: Because so, it's another profession you can do well financially and obviously. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and they're super smart, but it's just anyway. So that was just really fascinating. yeah you know, so it's yeah. Like, it's, uh, yeah, we definitely, like, it, it always blows me away when people are like, oh, systemic racism, it's a made-up thing. It's like,
1: h- how can you say that? Yeah, Not, number, The numbers don't lie, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, at least there isn't a disparity between men and women when talking about student debt, right? Oh, yay, <laughs> <quality>. I have
2: <laughs> I have a feeling something's going to flip
1: no. right now. Did you trick me? He tricked I me. I tricked you. <laughs> that would be wrong, John, wrong. Uh, student debt has a disproportionate impact on women, says Smith, describing a perfect storm of inequality. According to the American Association of University Women, about 56% of college students are women, but women hold roughly two-thirds of all student debt in the nation. As of hmm. 2019, women hold almost $929 billion in outstanding student debt, despite only being, being just over half of the college population women with master's degrees make on average what a man makes with a bachelor's degree a woman with a bachelor's degree would make an average what a man makes with an associate's degree so in terms of repayment of those loans you have women who are taking out higher and higher loans and their ability to repay is influenced by their lower wages this is some fucked up shit kevin well it's it's history defeats itself we always talk about fucked up shit (laughs) this is heavy but Wow. I mean, it's, but it's just something that we doesn't get talked about, you know, it's just, it's just the the truth. truth. Yeah. I mean, it's always, you know, it's always like, oh, you know, college is too expensive. Well, it's not just, it's not just that that's the issue. I mean, if it's an even playing field and everybody comes out with the same opportunities, then you're not going to have these disparities on how people pay back their loans, you know? All right. Well, this is the Laugh Riot. I think this is a good time for an ad break so my two co-hosts can can sob quietly in the corner. We'll be right back. The Battleground This Election is Georgia. We gotta fight like we've never fought before. A historic rematch for governor.
2: Democracy only works when we work for it.
1: In control of the Senate. It is time for me to get out and fight. Will all be decided here. Welcome to the Blue Georgia. Know what's really going on with the Politically Georgia podcast from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. We were there before all this media attention. Our team of journalists are the authority on the campaign trail. The results will have
2: implications for years to come.
1: Politically Georgia, hosted by AJC political insiders, Greg Bluestein.
2: And Patricia Murphy. Follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right, we're back. We wouldn't. We didn't talk about anything while we were gone.
0: <laughs> we, we we got we got <laughs> we actually did a whole new episode. We did an entire <laughs> we episode. Really we're gonna we we're gonna put it out
1: uh, in a few weeks. <laughs>
0: It's going to be called white guys, huh? We really do control everything, don't we? We yeah, we are very like, lucky
1: to be white men. There's no doubt about right, that.
0: Right? Because I, I mean, there are so many people in the world more qualified for me in s- like so many ways, yet somehow I'm in a better station in life, and it's mm-hmm. just because of the color of my skin. Yeah. I have, I have, I have fallen up.
1: <laughs> the ladder, and your, and your penis. You smoked weed before this podcast, which is against podcast rules. So, I mean. I should fire you but I don't know you just he just <laughs> looks so white I don't want to wait we have podcast rules
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a contract you signed yeah
1: <laughs> it's Did actually it's actually quite a, a vast of a contract too I, I own a lot of your life John oh cool yeah. I mean it's, it's not, not worth a lot it's not worth actually. much it's, yeah it's yeah. not It's not really it doesn't really help me at all you can get
0: like 27,000 for my kidneys on the black market but other than that that's a lot
1: of money <laughs> each or no 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 a pair Together.
0: Uh, well, that's and, still not bad.
1: Greg, yeah. how are you how are you doing on that surgery degree? <laughs> Surgeon degree. I don't think we need one. <laughs> you think we can figure it out? Yeah, I think we can just, just start grabbing out. organs and t- Yeah. They left him in a they left him in a bathtub full of ice, but I mean there was nothing left. <laughs> I don't know why they even bothered. Why'd they bother with the ice? It, it was a head. It was feet. massacred. <laughs> These guys didn't know what they're doing at all. They spent a lot of money on ice. <laughs> All right, so why is college so expensive? Uh, one reason is that demand has gone up. A 2019 article on businessinsider.com by Hilary Hoffauer said that, according to the Department of Education, U.S. colleges expected a total of 20.4 million students in the fall of 2017. That's 5.1 million more than in the fall of 2000. So in 17 years, it went up quite a bit. Richard Vetter, an author and professor of economics emeritus at Ohio University, said the rewards for college have expanded and grown from 1985 to a little after 2000 and sort of leveled off in the past decade. There's a fear of failure if you don't have a post-secondary education. And yet, he said, the advantage of a degree today is less than it was 10 years ago because of the rising cost. The return on investment has fallen and 40% of kids don't graduate within six years. So that makes sense. Like, the advantage of the degree not, nothing to do with the degree or the job market is just in the, the cost itself and how you end up when you leave school or don't leave right. school with right you know like, in other words
0: if he, if you went and got a job for like $25,000 a year you would be ahead for like a long it would yeah. it would take
1: a while for that other person to catch up yeah yeah mm-hmm. but the article does point out that it's a vicious cycle of supply and demand the more students who want to attend college the more the cost of college increases and the more students borrow money. This is, like, like I, just,
0: yeah, I want to go back to the gun episode, because <laughs> that, that was light and fun.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is just crushing my soul.
1: Guys are sensitive. There is also a theory that financial aid actually causes tuition increases. This is pretty interesting. In 1970, final financial aid programs were almost non-existent. In 1978, Congress passed a bill known as the Middle Income Student Assistance Act. This made all undergraduates, regardless of income class, eligible for subsidized loans and middle-income students eligible for Pell Grants, which made more and more students apply for financial aid. A Pell Grant, in case someone doesn't know, is uh, federal student aid that does not need to be paid back. But in the article, Vetter talks about the Bennett Hypothesis. This is named for William Bennett. The old Bennett hypothesis. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Rob, William Bennett was Ronald Reagan's education st- uh, secretary. He wrote a New York Times op-ed in 1987 called Our Greedy Colleges. Generous student aid policies had enabled colleges and universities to raise their tuitions, confident that federal loan subsidies would help cushion the increase, he wrote at the time. Federal student aid policies do not cause college price inflation, but there is little doubt that they help make it possible. That's pretty fucked up. It's the more student that loans, that the, yeah. more, the more the colleges increase their prices because they're like, ah, the government's paying for it anyway.
2: That is fucked up. So the bottom line is that as the consumer, you're going to pay the same amount without the loan or before they have the loans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pisser. Fuck.
0: What a bunch of dicks.
1: So then should we have
0: free education then? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That'd Wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah. Fucking commie. Another idea on why college is so expensive <laughs> is that state funding can't keep My up. My name's
0: John. <laughs> that that is not a commie name.
1: <laughs> Pipe down, Vladimir.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. If you're going to do an it, answered. double down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Another idea on why college is so expensive is that state funding can't keep up with the enrollment. Terry Hartle, a senior vice president of the American Council on Education, boils down the increasing cost of college to this. Many state governments have cut operating support for higher education for at least a generation and let colleges replace the lost revenue with tuition hikes. So you put those two thoughts together. The, stu- the, the colleges increase their prices saying, eh, they're getting federal grants anyway. The government's going to make up for this. And now state governments have cut the operating support for higher education. So where is that money coming from? The students' box. John Banks. And John Banks. So, I John mean, Max it is Foundation. not
0: Help, helping, helping right. one kid go to school for one day. Cause that's all I can afford
1: to do. Yeah, so probably, a probably. Taste,
0: probably. A taste of college. <laughs> then decide if I you want, want you to
1: experience
0: what you're never going to be able to do. <laughs> Man, I was hoping that Kevin, if he's going to talk about college, he's going to talk about like frat parties and toga parties <laughs> and fucking keggers.
2: But no, it's all fucking depressing shit. It was,
0: it was going to be a lot of like math on like the, the science of a keg stand.
2: Yeah, dude, haven't you seen Animal House?
0: Were you in a fraternity? No, fuck no. no. That's the stupidest thing in the world. So you want, party. but you,
1: but you want to talk about fraternity parties? It'd be way cooler than what you're talking about right now.
2: <laughs> Do you want me to stop? Nerd. Okay, it's not cooler, but it's. I'm. I'm glad that I'm learning this. I'll, I'll back it up a little bit and and just say that it just would have been
1: more fun if we were talking about toga toga. <laughs> So you want to talk about movies? <laughs> I mean, ideally. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, I guess we know what uh, the next topic is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see that funny movie? <laughs> Kevin's going to be like, Picture you mean shows. the one where everybody fucking
0: got in a fight and systemic racism movie?
1: Oh, yeah, because systemic one? racism never comes Wait, up in a Greg I, episode. Are you talking about
0: Smurfs or Smurfs 2? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I always get those confused, John. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I've seen them both so many times, they sort of run <laughs> right. together. They do. Uh, another reason that increased, uh, for the increased cost is that colleges today need to pay more professors. The primary mechanism for delivering higher education at most institutions are highly educated people, Hartle said. Acquiring and recruiting highly educated faculty and staff costs money, especially in jobs with significant demand outside academia. Hartle said the sorts of things that could lower these costs, such as larger classes, more adjunct faculty, and fewer full-time professors, shorter hours, fewer books in the library, were immensely unpopular with students, parents, and the public. So there's really not a lot of ways for them to cut costs. Without pissing people off.
0: Sometimes you just gotta piss people off. Well, if you piss people off, they're not gonna attend your school. It's a good point. That's it, no. Yeah, And then... Yeah, that's a terrible business model. You can't piss people off. All right, cool. Lesson learned.
2: Maybe college would be way cheaper if you weren't spending like a $300 on a textbook.
1: Yeah, that is one thing I remember in college that was so weird. You, it, it blew you away too because I mean, obviously, you always try, remember, I remember always trying to find the used books and you couldn't always find the used books. Or they were like 5% off. Yeah, you're, you're like it's a
0: book with no pictures in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is it three hundred dollars? And then
1: yeah, you, it's three hundred dollars. And when you go to sell it back, <laughs> when they go when you go to sell it back, they give you like a Snickers bar. <laughs> yeah, it's like GameStop. I <laughs> yeah. buy a coffee table book
0: by Ansel Adams for nineteen ninety nine, and he's an amazing photographer.
2: Oh, John's really hung up on the fucking illustrations, man. That's <laughs> right.
1: His college you know, books do not have nearly enough pictures. It, it, it I explains his 0. .69 GPA. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he took art history every semester. <laughs> he just wanted pictures. <sighs> All right. So Well, I'm trying to think about should I should skip this part because I don't want to bore Greg any further. You know, you got to stop. Don't, no more getting drunk before podcasts. You can't concentrate. I, can con- I could never concentrate, dude. What are you talking about? He's
2: always this kind of asshole. I always get lost in the sauce. I think it's fascinating. I was just giving you shit about it. I know. It. I know. I was trying to joke about the toga parties. because. Have you my... been
1: to a toga party?
2: No, and I'm, now I'm regretful about that.
0: Because you're definitely not going to do it now. Well, I mean, I, I guess I could. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't my, do it at a college campus. I'm pretty sure you'll get arrested.
2: <laughs> my sheets are really expensive, so I don't know if I want to use those. Right
0: Plus, I don't want to stand around in sandals all night. My feet
2: are going to hurt. <laughs> and also, my sheets are, are, I have like a California king or a king-size bed. That's
1: a lot of sheets. <laughs> that yeah. is a lot of sheets. You it's have, have to do sheet. a lot of folding on <laughs> that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And plus, like I mean, those parties probably start at like 10 p.m. I, I, oh, I, yes, it. It. Yeah. I just can That's why I'm in the do. sheets. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> that's you mean for sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, that's what he does before he goes to sleep. He looks at you and he goes, and then that's he's the
1: like, ol- pat- "That's the ultimate. Out. That's <laughs> the
2: ultimate togo togo party. Like everyone comes to my bedroom and I'm already in bed sleeping." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wearing my sheets, <laughs> and they get to you. Get to take turns like tucking me in. <laughs> That's
1: the worst party like, I've I, ever heard of in my life. <laughs> I went to the weirdest party last night.
0: <laughs> Sounds awesome, but, but I got yeah. But I gotta say, I want to go back to
2: one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys are gonna find out that I always fall asleep like eating chips. <laughs> so, yeah, I got like an empty bag of Doritos mm. in my bed with me. Ugh. I thought that was funny. All right, so
1: here uh, is some more info on how some past uh, decisions uh, paved the way for uh, the situation of, of college, uh, the cost of college today. These are from a two uh, from that two thousand. <coughs> <laughs> You'll get it. Uh, the, maybe. these are from the 2020 cnbc (laughs) article by johnson hess in 1919
0: is a hard word to say it really is (laughs) oh really really
1: (laughs) the irony of that statement my friend john
2: john i'm convinced he does not have human lips or a tongue
1: because man oh man the last episode mesotamia was I, i almost texted you and I was like... Can you no, no, I heard it. I, here's the thing. I hear it.
0: <laughs> like when, right? I hear it when I say it, but for some reason, my brain's like, all right, say
1: it again. Nope, you said it the same way. All right, move on. <laughs> uh, these are from a 2020 CNBC article by Johnson Hess. In 1919, an estimated 598,000 students were enrolled in American colleges, while historically black colleges and universities Uh, and his uh, universities and historically women's colleges have existed since the 1830s. The majority of American college students remained wealthy white men for decades. In 1944, the GI bill was signed, giving millions of veterans, mostly white men, of course, the chance to go to college for free in the 1954 Supreme court ruling of Brown versus board of education. The court unanimously decided to strike down the separate but equal doctrine created by Plessy v. Ferguson, making school segregation illegal and paving the way for more black students to earn a college degree. Lyndon B. Johnson's War on Poverty led to the Higher Education Act of 1965. Grants were now given to students based on their income, which dramatically expanded the opportunity to receive a college education to students other than white men, adding to other legislative gains achieved by the civil rights movement. That's a positive, yeah? Yeah, that that is a positive. Good job. Thanks. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with it. Then, during the Ronald Reagan era and the tax revolt of the 1980s, states passed tax and expenditure limitations, restricting that that state governments create to limit the amount they can tax or spend. So Reagan cut higher education funding and student aid, and college costs boomed as a result. As costs grew, lawmakers scrambled for new solutions to expand access and cut costs for the government. In the early 2000s, the Bush administration made it a lot easier for online education to grow, said uh, David Deming, professor of public policy at the Harvard Kennedy School. And that affected a lot of the large for-profit institutions that expanded their enrollment by several orders of magnitude in the mid-2000s. So from 2000 to 2010, enrollment in private for profit institutions increased by 329%. That's wow. fucking crazy. Yeah. That term, for profit, can be confusing because they're all for profit in some way. But so for profit colleges are institutions of higher education owned and operated by private profit seeking businesses. Though there are many other differences, the main differences between a for profit and non profit college is that non profits are not owned by an individual or group of shareholders. And any profits made by a nonprofit school or organization must be reinvested back, or held onto by the organization itself.
2: So, a for-profit, like example, would be like Hamburger University.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Actually, some examples are uh, some real examples are University of Phoenix, DeVry, Art Institute, Universal Technical Institute. Basic, basically, all the schools you see advertised during daytime TV. Those are all for-profit schools, usually techie kind of, you know, like tech schools. In December 2007, the Great Recession hit. Federal and state governments made deep cuts to higher education funding. Uh, Many states made massive cuts to funding at public universities. This caused many of these schools to raise tuition in order to recoup the lost revenue. As the labor market weakened, more and more workers looked to higher education as a lifeline. Public and private college enrollments spiked, and many were forced to turn students away. For-profit colleges welcome those students with open arms. And I thought this was super interesting. At its peak, the for-profit sector accounted for a little bit more than 10% of all enrollment. But about a quarter of Pell Grants, a third of the student loans, and more than half of the defaults. Just for the for-profit schools. Which is pretty interesting. For only 10% of the students were going there. Quarter of Pell Grants, third of student loans, and more than half of the defaults. That is interesting. Yeah. wonder why that is.
2: Aren't there more? Well, I'm thinking like the schools that you mentioned uh, a few moments ago were, are trade schools and for-profit like University of Phoenix and DeVry and all that shit. Yeah. But like, then you have like private universities that are for-profit, obviously, like uh, USC. And that is a huge money-making
0: machine.
1: Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think that's considered a for-profit school. I think private schools are. I don't know man. I don't know if that's Yeah, right. I don't
0: I don't know either. I don't I don't know cuz I know like a, like your health health insurance company is usually a non-profit even though they make profits.
1: Are they really? I guess that's you know, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think if
2: you're if you're if you're funded par- partially through like state like you know, University of California or Cal State and I'm sure there's other states in the country that do have similar <laughs> schools. I think those are considered maybe non-for-profit, but I think private schools are.
1: No, I I'm looking at this list that I that I got this information from, and, and University of Southern California is not on there. I don't see anything. It's all like those kind of, like I said, it's, you know, Art Institute. Well, I'm going to take Cape- the guess that capella. I just made
2: and think I'm right. <laughs> Did you say Capella?
1: Capella. I've I've seen that advertised before. Uh, California Miramar University, California North State University College of Medicine. Yeah, haven't heard of those.
2: Yeah,
0: no? I don't
1: know. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I I don't honestly know. I I don't I don't. But I did not get from, from everything that I read. I did not get that private institutions Should were. Should
0: we start a podcast in college? Private college. You want to start a podcast about college? No, no. no. We start a podcasting like a a private. College for podcasting.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think if anyone wants to learn podcasting, they're going to want to learn it from us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Absolutely. So. Yeah. When you look at the success of our show, that alone.
1: <laughs> Shut up, John. <laughs> John, why are you so negative? I'm trying to talk about positive shit here. Like <laughs> student loan debt, <laughs> systemic racism. We're bringing yeah. us down. You got to fuck it up, John. Sorry. Dick. If you've been to college, you know what gen eds are. And if not, you've probably heard people bitch about them. They are general education courses you take in your first two years of college. General education is the first part of a degree before you get into the area of study courses, the main classes that define your degree. Basically, general education is required curriculum that makes up the foundation of an undergraduate degree. This set of standard classes goes by many other names, including core curriculum, shared experience. So basically half of a four-year degree is typically general education courses. Students often describe them as classes you need to get through before you can start learning what you want to. I was going to talk about some of the things that I read in a few different articles about the necessity of gen eds. There were articles on college blogs preaching about how important they are, but there were also articles on, the, on Medium, the Washington Post, and in Forbes that disagreed. In the interest of time, I just want to get your opinions on this. Do you think gen eds are necessary?
0: No. No.
2: I think that they are necessary if you spent your high school career getting high every day, and you kind of let's a just refresher. say let's
1: just say in high school you're just like a, you're a, you're a B student, you're, a nor- you're just an, a regular, a, an above average student. You're not a genius. You're not a fuck up. You're 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 a good student. You weren't in AP classes. You're just in you know you're just doing. You're a good student. I I don't think that they're necessary, but I could see how
2: uh, colleges want everyone to be on the same baseline level if you're going to get like an advanced degree and no, I think they're unnecessary. It's bullshit.
1: <laughs> I'm like, if if you're a theater major, you, you don't need, you don't need any of that shit. If you're a theater major, you don't need it. Well, I was thinking about like some of the, you know, the gen eds I took, you know, I was, I started out as a journalism major and I was taking finite math and art history and music. And, and I get, again, like, you know, if you're going to want to be a journalist, being well-rounded is not necessarily a bad thing. But is that music class really, that music 101 that I'm just trying to get through, you know, is that really going to help me in my career at all? I guess the other side would be, do you believe that the universities really think that these are necessary or is it more of a cash grab for them? Is it is it about keeping them in keeping kids in school for four years and getting money?
2: It could be, and I think that we we should probably broaden what a high sc- or what, I'm sorry, what a college degree entails. I think it would benefit our society a lot more if you taught students how to be more fiscally responsible and teach them how to pay their bills and like, hey, you need this insurance, you need that insurance, and then you need insurance for that, and even like ridiculous home ec classes, like how to make food For yourself, how to, uh, yeah. you know, budgeting, there's all kinds of life skills that we could. What use. class are you
1: taking? Uh, not everything has to be ramen. Uh, that's uh, 101. <laughs> <laughs> 101. Exactly, <laughs> condiments 101. <laughs> Let's see, there's ketchup, condiments. mustard. Some kid shows up with a pack of Trojans, <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I misread that one completely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> John, John, how do you feel
1: about uh, Gen eds. About- Oh,
0: (laughs) um, not about condoms. We learned about that last time. (laughs) No, no, I I think they're a good thing. Condoms are very good. They save lives. (laughs) Wear condoms, kids. No, I think they're, again, like if, I I feel like they should. Take your time with this one. I'm going to. (laughs) And now I'm going to take even longer. (laughs) No, I, I feel like they should maybe start out in the things you want to do. And then if you realize, so if you want to be an engineer and there are math classes you need to take, then just include that in that st- course of study,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like if you know what you're going, you know, and then I guess it, maybe, maybe the gen eds are for people who, who don't know what they want to do and they're just like, hey, I'll be a whatever major and then, you know, and they kind of get that done and maybe in those two years they'll figure out what they want to do. Maybe that's why they do it.
1: I mean, there is some truth to the, the idea that, you, you know, like one of the things what I, that I led this episode with is saying, are we putting too much pressure on our 18-year-olds to decide what they want to do? Well, if you take those gen eds out of there, and go right into the major, then you're really telling them they better figure right. out what they want to do. I mean, they also they, they already kind of have to in some ways because if you think about it, a lot of kids choose their school based on what they want to do. You know, this school is really good for engineering. This school is really good for nursing. This school is really good for whatever. So I think people will gravitate towards that, but th- that is one definite positive of the gen eds is it does give you a chance to kind of experience some other things, and maybe you start out as a journalism major, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, this... You know, I'm really interested in this. This, you know, anthropology class. This is really cool. I kind of want to go and maybe do something like that. I, I don't know. Could, I mean, maybe it could
2: stoke it could stoke your passion for yeah. something, especially something maybe you didn't know you even had. Most instructors have some life experience in those courses, so they're they're going to give you like a different perspective than what a high school teacher might do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I could see both sides.
1: Yeah, I can see both sides too. And 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 like I said, I read a couple of articles on it, and there were compelling arguments. It was interesting. That, like, all the kind of pro gen ed articles I read were like college website blogs and, you know, university papers and things like, like, there's websites that help you decide on a college and help you budget and all that. And those kind of websites were having all this gen ed stuff. And the, uh, like, and a lot the of people,
2: anti, the anti gen ed were all written by my
1: daughter. Yeah. <laughs> the anti gen eds were pretty much written by every college student out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so is college still worth it? From a March Forbes article called Is College Worth the Cost by Kat Tretina, three reasons why college is worth it. College graduates earn more than non-graduates. The median salary for workers with high school diplomas is uh, about $39,000, and they have an average unemployment rate of 3.7%, according to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. By contrast, the median salary for workers with bachelor's degree is almost 65000 and their unemployment rate is just 2.2% on average. Oh, so wow. that's a pretty substantial difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. it's uh,
0: mid- $26,000.
1: Oh, hang on. Let me get my calculator. I is it? I did, I'm not kidding. I don't have a calculator.
0: <laughs> okay, does anyone really have
1: a calculator anymore like is that- I mean you say it all the time
0: so I just realized you've been lying to us this whole time yeah that's true
1: it's, heart- it's heartbreaking the majority of jobs require hasn't been doing math. college education in past generations a college education wasn't necessary to earn a middle class income according to the Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce two-thirds of jobs required a high school diploma or less before the 1980s That, of course, is no longer the case, and Georgetown University predicts that 70% of all jobs will require some college education by 2027.
0: Wow. Hmm. That -hmm. is a big number.
1: Uh, College graduates are four more likely than non college graduates to have employer-provided health insurance coverage, offsetting their health care costs. The College Board found that 64% of workers with bachelor's degrees and 70% of workers with advanced degrees had employer-provided coverage, while... Uh, only 52% of high school graduates had employer-provided coverage. High school graduates meaning no college degree, obviously. So three reasons why college might not be worth it. The obvious one, as we talked about this entire episode, is that you will very likely have student loan debt. Another one is that just because you have a college degree doesn't guarantee you get a high-paying job, especially right out of college. And even finding a job as an entry-level candidate can be tough. Another knock, as we touched on earlier, is that graduating in four years is tougher than most people think. The National Student Clearinghouse Research Center found that just 58% of students who enrolled in college in 2012 earned a degree within six years. 58% Hmm. in six years. The rest of the students were either still in school or dropped out. That's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So what are the other options? Community College. Greg touched on it uh, earlier. The average cost of tuition at an in-district community college is, is just $3,700. I remember my parents uh, trying to convince me to go to community, community college for two years, then transfer to a four-year university, but uh, I did not listen to them because I was very eager to get out of the house. And <laughs> if I went to community college, I would be living with them. And I'd, no, I love my parents, but at the time, yeah, we didn't get along real well. To your point, Greg, from earlier. It was just me figuring out my my way, right? That's why I, I didn't get along. With
0: my no, parents. in your case, you're an asshole, and you never stopped. <laughs> your poor parents. Yeah, I mean, they still have to put up with you to this day.
1: Yeah, but th- they just don't have to call, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to like see me it's, come home.
0: <laughs> it's really it's really their fault it is. <laughs> for loving me. <laughs> it's their fault for
1: loving me. <laughs>
2: I remember when when I moved out, I used to go back to my parents' house all the time where they were at work, and I would just be doing all my laundry. (laughs) Just, just, and I'd I'd drain their fridge, and then I'd leave before they got home, and they're like, God damn it. Yeah. Fucking.
1: I'll I'll say my my mom was pretty cool. I, I would, I would, I would come home to do laundry all the time, and then a lot of times she would have like a, few grocery bags like care package for me to bring back with all sorts of stuff Aww. so that was very very sweet of her to do that for sure and That's you're like stop sweet.
0: it mom I'm a man and you grab the bags and you walk in yeah. the garage I'm, like, the I'm like I don't need
1: you to do this And I, as I'm eating stuff from the bag
2: <laughs> don't forget to separate my whites and my dorks you know I like my shirt starched
1: and not too much fucking bleach this time mom you the ball of me
0: I love you I'll see you tomorrow mom <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night.
1: Can you tell me a story? <laughs> Next time, can I call you? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> jerk. Uh, trade school is another option. The cost of attending a trade school is much less than attending a four-year university. The average cost of completing a trade school program is only thirty-three thousand dollars, which is not not too bad. And uh, I remember and they some help year- with job placement. Yeah, yeah and I remember some years back, I I knew. Uh, I I knew a a guy who who managed a residential building in downtown Chicago, one of the huge, huge residential building. And he said he had the hardest time getting plumbers and electricians, particularly plumbers, I remember him talking about when he needed them because there were so few of them out there because nobody wanted to be a plumber. Because it got to a point where it was like everyone went to college and people were like, I don't want to be a plumber, I'm going to go to college and get a business degree and make a gazillion dollars you know so he said le- le- he legitimately would have a problem getting someone to come out to help him if he needed them because it's chicago so it's a big city and there just weren't that many plumbers out there so hmm. that's a- i thought and i think plumbers make a lot of money this one uh this the the figure that i saw uh, on average they make about fifty five thousand dollars a year which is not terrible for you know, depending you know on your situation. So fifty
0: five a year versus sixty five for a bachelors. Yeah, right. That's true. You know, yeah, and, and that's and, on average, and, walk, and, and see, that's yeah, an and average, right? Yep. And that's average, and you but you're walking out with less debt.
1: Yeah, that's your that's your entry level people too. So obviously, as you get more you know advanced, the, I think the you downs- got your part time plumbers, your part time plumbers, you got your full time plumbers. You <laughs> plumbers, you got
0: your you got your paintball plumbers. You got- <laughs> what? Paintball? They they like playing paintball when they're not plumbing. <laughs> I don't understand. They're human beings, Kevin. Human beings like playing paintball. With, with well-rounded lives.
2: God, how do you not
0: get that?
1: <sighs> I'm trying to think if I've known any plumbers and if they like paintball or no, not.
0: <laughs> but that's, you know, and, and it's, it's 33,000 versus 104,000. So then over the, like, it's like you're, you're, I think you're ahead for a long time.
1: You know, if you're just yeah. based on averages.
2: But, but you do have to uh, clean out toilets and shit like that
1: literal shit.
2: Yeah. Sometimes. yeah. Depends what kind of plumber you are.
1: Yeah, I mean and also like I think there's you know a lot of plumbers have to be if you really want to make make good money, you you have to be on call too. You know, you, you have gotta to be, be in the mafia. You have to be in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? I thought that was waste management. That's what the that's Sopranos Greg's, taught me. <laughs> that's oh, Greg's man.
0: answer to anything that's <laughs> successful. Anytime there's money involved, he's like, "Oh, you got to be you got to be in the you got to be in the mob. Prove me wrong." <laughs> okay. <What>? I'll
1: wait. <laughs> would <laughs> be wrong of what you're saying that anytime
0: someone
2: makes money they're involved with the mafia uh, you can't you can't say they're not
1: it's how the much money deal. are we talking yeah
2: <laughs> you know I can't talk about this right now
1: <laughs> hey hit the re- turn off the record button <laughs>
0: <laughs> listen you sons of bitches don't you ever make that joke again ever
1: I don't know why they sound
0: like that so we're getting
1: we're getting knocked off right like we're getting we're gonna get murdered bumped <laughs> hit. I hope we're I hope gonna not. get a hit put it. Yeah, that
0: would really be what a really bad day <laughs> <laughs> to get murdered. Yeah, you're all like, oh look, eggs are on sale. They're organic. Oh, and then s- shot in the head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so in this scenario, you're getting shot at a Whole Foods.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm just yeah.
2: Yeah. You said they were on sale. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> true. yeah Can't yeah. be Whole Foods. Then.
1: No. All right, gentlemen. Well, we've made it to last call. What? That's good because I have booze. Do you guys have anything other, any other humorous gems before we do this? <sighs> That's a lot of I mean, of I don't know if no. we had any. <laughs> yeah. no, I agree. Cheers. Oh, damn. Cheers, boys. <laughs> One of my favorite things is the faces my co-hosts make after they do a shot, particularly John. John it looks like he's going to throw up all over his microphone every time he does a shot.
0: I do.
2: As soon as we get off the air. That's why he bought like 50 of those <laughs> <my> covers. <laughs>
1: John's got the pop filter market covered. (laughs) When I've gone to college campuses since my college days, or even when I'm watching college football on TV, and they show the sprawling, beautiful campuses, I sometimes find myself wishing I had made very different decisions as an 18-year-old. But 42-year-old Kevin, as a husband and father, has a very different view of the world than 18-year-old Kevin, who was just trying to be a rock star. I also have a pretty great life, so all in all, I wouldn't want to change anything for... Fear that I wouldn't have ended up with an awesome wife, a wonderful group of friends, and the greatest podcast ever made. But just looking at the college piece, yeah, <laughs> I wish I would have made a different choice. Nothing against Northern Illinois University where I went. I just went there because it was easy. One of my best friends was going there and we roomed together. And my high school girlfriend went there. It's not really the right reasons to choose a school. But that also goes to show that expecting 18-year-olds to make the right choices is fairly unrealistic. And what can parents do? Mine tried to point me in a better direction, but I, of course, didn't listen. So I ended up fumbling through two and a half years of college, unhappy, and ultimately came away with no degree and student loan debt that I spent almost 10 years paying off. And that was in the early 2000s. If this were today, I would be fucked, just like so many young people today are. The decision to go to college is easy if your family has the money to send you or if you're able to get a scholarship. But if you fall in the middle group, like so many of us, where you don't have the option for a scholarship and your family can't help or can only help so much, your only option if you want to go to a four-year university is to get a loan. And depending on the job landscape, when you graduate, you may be struggling financially even before having to consider your student loan debt. Like so many things we talk about on this show, history is defeating itself and greed was the driving force. This simply is not sustainable. We are not setting our young people up for success. I really hope we can figure this out. I'm terrified at what college will cost by the time my son is 18. If I'm lucky, he'll be super athletic, super smart, or super good at something that can help pay for his college. Otherwise, I'll be moving the whole family into Greg's spare room. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and we hope you make history.